children is unavailable and therefore they do not get their visits. This home will allow the mother the opportunity to utilize outside services for her and her children while having a safe place to live. Having a home for the mother and children to reside in is such a great opportunity so she can build, rebuild their lives. CASA Council could assist these families with their children's unmet needs, which would also take some of the stress off the mother. Without homes like this, the mothers would not be able to meet the needs of their children and have the opportunity to become a productive person in the community. And that is by Beverly Siemens. We do have somebody signed up to speak. Mr. McClure, come on down and yell at me. I'm not against mothers and babies being together. Don't go there with me on that. I don't mind giving a hand up, not a hand out. This does help these mothers, and the court system is so screwed up on this separating mothers and their babies and sending them to other states and to people that might be in worse. I mean, look, oh, I'm not going there with this. That, that, uh, i got to stop there. Um, trouble is, uh, on this backup that I got, uh, there's, I can't find their tax returns since 2020, 2020. Why can I not get that? I want to know. Yes, it does have something from, to do wait, with it. Wait, wait, wait. From who? From which... From Westcare? Yes, from Westcare. I can, I, you know, I will request that for you. Anything you want, I will request. Okay, I'm requesting their tax returns okay. for you guys to look at it. Where is their money going? Has any money ever gone to your... Never. Okay. I make I zero money from Westcare. So, okay. Because we got some other 501Cs down there in Bullhead that are just a big farce. I'm going after you know who. And... Uh, Here's the uh, National Association of State Charity Officials. They have rules and regulations on this big time, and they're not giving me any information on the backup here. You guys don't have it, because I couldn't get it either. I'm asking this to be put off until these people get over the flu <coughs> and come here. And uh, why is this... Not in Bullhead City. It's going to be it around. In Bull, it is in Bullhead City. Well, that doesn't say that. This is from the Mojave County Attorney's Office. Right. Ryan and... Well, that may have been my mistake by not providing enough information. In and around. I will give you every piece of information you want. Just come by my office, and I will make sure your, all your questions are answered. So this is going to accommodate more than one mother and baby. It will accommodate. There, it's a five-bedroom home. The huge bedrooms, probably two to a room with their babies. So it's going to be between about ten mothers and their children. Are they going to be tested? Of course they are. Okay. This is. I don't believe in the, just like you were saying, a hand up and a hand out. This is the carrot and the stick. You get this, but there are things you have to do. You have to be accountable. That's the only way I support programs, if there's accountability. Well, in my area down there at Lazy Harry's, we've had problems before with these people opening up these homes and getting government money, and there's no accountability. I want the CEO here. There's a lot of accountability, and in fact, the governor has made uh, treatment facilities and sober livings a, a priority in her uh, budget, so we'll be seeing that. Okay. So with that, I make a motion to approve. 
Motion second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Opposed? Motion carries. Thank you very much. Number 28. Okay. Okay, I have a, and this is about moving the call to public to the end of the meeting. Okay, I have, I have a statement. This agenda item is to move the call to public from the beginning of the meeting to the end of the meeting, the same way five other counties in Arizona arrange their meetings. A little history. In 2013, when Mojave County went from three to five supervisors, there was no call to public. And thank you, Becky Foster, for reminding me that at one time there was a call to public. I don't know why it was taken away. But it was a campaign promise from several of the new board members, and it was one of the first things we did when we took office. For the most part, it has worked very well. In the last several years, some things have changed. Call to public is the time to speak about things not on our agenda. It's not even supposed to be about things that are outside the scope of this board, but I believe we all think that citizens can use their three minutes as they see fit. Things changed a bit with COVID, as you all know, and everyone knew that things were not as we were being told and everybody wanted to speak their mind, and people were and still are angry. I get it, I'm angry. I believe it was 2021, um, correct me if I'm wrong, Supervisor Johnson asked that the call to public be moved to the end of the meeting, and we decided that it should stay in the beginning. We were also went from citizens requesting the supervisors to take out consent agenda items to signing up to speak on them. That was not a thing until three years ago. Then last year, the process was changed again by asking speakers to talk about consent agenda items at the call to public. Although well-intentioned, personally, I did not think that worked well, as the board is not allowed to answer questions or talk or speak on consent agenda items. Uh, to, yeah, right. We are seeing a lot of changes in Mojave County, and it's very important for people to have their input, and nobody wants to take that away. First and foremost, this is a business meeting. People come, sometimes from very long distances, to have their items heard. Our meetings have been going so long that people have had to leave. In addition, a supervisor has requested that we have lunch breaks, and I'm going to honor that request. I thought about this, and I am suggesting that the call to public go last at the end of the meeting. People can still sign up to talk about consent agenda items, although I really prefer that you ask your supervisors, as it says that the consent agenda items are supposed to be. Uh, and then we can talk about it and we can answer questions. And you can also sign up for agenda items. That won't change either. The only thing that would change would be the time of the call to public. I received comments, both positive and negative, and no, I'm not suppressing your First Amendment rights. The comments are about convenience. So it comes down to this. Which constituents do we choose to inconvenience? I don't know the answer. I just wanted to bring this to the board for discussion. As all of you know, the only way we can discuss an issue is in public. So be before I call up any of the people who signed up to speak, I want to hear from my colleagues on the board, as this may dictate how this all goes. So I'm opening it up to the board for their comments. Anyone? No comments? Uh, Madam Chairman, I'd prefer Madam to Chair. let the, hear what the okay. people have to say well, first. Well, I want to, okay. How about you and Supervisor Johnson? Supervisor Madam Johnson. Chair, I can't, I can't hear him. 
Supervisor Johnson, we didn't hear your comment. Oh, I, I had no comment. Uh, I've made my position uh, known years ago on this. Thank you. Supervisor Langenfelter. Thank you, Madam Chair. Uh, looking forward to hearing what all the speakers say on this. However, uh, I'm wondering if there's an opportunity to make the organization of our agendas more efficient by not only moving the call to the public to the end, but also moving the reporting section to the end as well. So perhaps the structure of the agendas would be we, we, come, to, we come to motion, uh, do invocation, the pledge, go right into consent, then the public hearings, then the regular agenda, then call to the public, then all the board reports. And that's all I have to say. Thank you. Okay. Chairman Angus, I didn't understand the last thing on the agenda. I couldn't understand what um, the supervisor was saying. Um, the are reports that we do in the legislative reports. I believe oh, gotcha. he's talking about putting that at, at the end as well. Okay. I just couldn't understand what he was saying. That's correct. That's Sorry correct? That. It's kind of no, serious. that was accurate. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Scotty, come on down. Chairman Angus, just for the record, I want to hear the public comment before I make a decision okay. one way or the other. Pros so noted. Scotty from Bowhead. I just can't believe you are taking away my rights to free speech. I'm sorry, Hildy, you're wrong. As usual. Um, how in the heck can you guys vote on somebody, something, when you haven't heard our comments yet, you might find something interesting, or maybe you go, you didn't know that. But you're making a decision without us having to stand up here. And um, it's just, you know, we got Walsh today. Uh, Latowski was on last time. You can do this by Zoom, video camera, whatever. Uh, you can, we don't, I just can't believe you, you, all right, yeah, it was in, uh, Bishop and Johnson voted against this last time. You three here voted. No. Well, that's what this, this is, and somebody gave me the wrong uh, backup. Backwards. Well, Johnson and Bishop, it was three to two. I was here, I griped about it. In fact, I went to your office and had you put it on the agenda. Yeah, that's right. So here I am again. I don't think you guys have a right to do this, to move this stuff around. Um, you'll be stepping on my rights to get up here and say, you know, I'm running for District 2 supervisor. <laughs> You're not going to let me talk until later, when you guys have already voted on something? I don't get up here. I can't, I can't, I can't believe this. Uh, See, I, 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 no comments available until after you've already voted on this. If, if Scotty, the, may I interrupt and clarify something? You will be able to comment on every item that we vote on. This is just the call to public that has things that are not on our agenda. 
comes in at the end. But you'll still be able to talk about consent agenda, regular agenda. You can talk at public hearings. That will not change. The only thing that changes is the time from the call to public. It should stay where it's at. Okay, so noted. And why didn't you let me comment on 60 and 61 last, last time on the consent agenda? I signed up for them, and you shot me down, Hildy. I did. And here you're taking away my free speech again. Free speech, okay. Yeah, that is. Okay, Chris Rodardi. Chris Rodardi. Frequent flyer, highly scripted Mojave County taxpayer. I'm opposed to item 28. Boy, what an avalanche of social media anxiety over the weekend. For anyone who missed it, the Kingman Daily Miner and other local rags published a story about Hildy's proposal to move the call to the public to the end of the meeting rather than leaving it where it is. In the article, those of us who regularly compose and deliver our thoughts and ideas at the call to the public were described as post-pandemic cadre of highly scripted frequent flyers with meetings taking on a Jerry Springer-esque vibe as a result. Moving the call to the end of the meeting will inconvenience those citizens who take time from their day in life to participate in the legislative process, having to sign up before 9.30 and then wait until mid-afternoon in many cases amounts to First Amendment free speech suppression. As one of those frequent speakers, I can tell you I spend many hours researching and composing my presentations, which must be condensed into three minutes, thus the scripting and it takes more than a little moxie to get up here in front of this audience and speak. In many cases, I am compelled to alert others to the unconstitutional decisions being enacted in our county with little, if any, chance of changing the minds of those public servants we have entrusted to act on our behalf. But then again, you don't have to allow us our First Amendment right to freely speak at this call. Of that, we were sternly reminded in the Angus article in which she stated, quote, long-running call to public meeting segments are an inefficient use of time and resources. So should I just shut up and shuffle back to my seat now like a good little surf? After all, I wouldn't want to disrupt the business of the county. Oh, wait. This is the business of the county. Our right to speak is the business of we the people, a distinction you are no doubt sick of hearing. If any of you on this panel are listening and truly hearing us, particularly anyone running for re-election or higher office, I urge you, take up the cause of your fellow citizens today and vote no on 28. Okay, Armin Stang. And again, hello, supervisors. I'm in Stange, Fort Mojave. Why fix something what is not broken? Why you want it on the end? On the end, everybody is tired. Most of the people have to leave already before the meetings are over. They have animals to feed, houses to take care of, doctor appointments. If you have a meeting what goes till 3 o'clock, how are they going to speak up with their problems? You know, you know me, I speak out. I don't care if I have to sit here till four o'clock. You get to know what I want. So please leave it at the front. 
so other people have the chance to talk to. Thank you. Okay. Mark Shaver, and then Madam we have Chair. Mr. Shaver. Did somebody say something? Madam Chair. Supervisor Johnson? No, this is Supervisor Lincoln. Oh, Lincoln May, may I make a comment really quick before we continue with public comment? Absolutely. I just want to say, we just heard from a speaker that talked about doctor's appointments and getting homes to their families and being respectful to your fellow man. And I would just say to all of the, you that live in Kingman or half an hour, 35 minutes away in Bullhead or even an hour away in Havasu, when in, in District 1, I have people that come down from Beaver Dam and Littlefield and Scenic in Centennial Park in Colorado City, and it takes them four hours to come down. And we have public comment that goes until 11.30. They're not getting home until nighttime. So it's a full day for them. And they came down for business. And I think that that's important to get on the record. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, Mark? Sure. It's good seeing you, Mark. Okay, Karen? And then Chuck. Wife goes first, always, right? Karen DeShazer, Topak, Arizona. Madam Chairperson and your fellow supervisors, I wholeheartedly agree with all of the comments opposing this motion and this agenda item today and borrowing a sentiment from a movie. The call of the public, in my opinion, is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. In my opinion, the call of the public is the best part of the Board of Supervisors meetings. I learned so much today about that power plant I would have never known about because I didn't concern myself with it. But now I know. I love the fact that we can come up as citizens of this county and talk about anything that concerns us and concerns our fellow citizens, and we're not told to shut up, go sit down, and if by chance we went to one of your offices and talked to you about it beforehand, perhaps we weren't able to get in touch with you then, perhaps you were out to lunch, perhaps we were told that we had to make an appointment and it just wasn't convenient, but if we can come to these meetings, stand out in front, and state something that we believe is important to us, I believe that's a wonderful thing, and I believe it should stay at the beginning of the meeting. One thing I would like to suggest is that, as it's been said, some people are not retired. They have jobs. They can't get off for more than an hour, and perhaps they're going to use their lunch hour to come down here at 9.30 or 10.30 in the morning and speak. If they don't know when they would have to be here in the afternoon or at the end of the meeting, I believe that would be hard for them. So I suggest that perhaps these meetings are sometimes held at other hours, perhaps after an eight to five time period when working people might be able to attend. Also, I'd like to suggest that perhaps the location of these meetings rotate from the Kingman area to Bullhead, Kingman, and Bullhead City, since they all have the facilities to house these meetings. And you might, after a time, after people got used to it, after they were informed, might, more people might be able to attend the meetings. Thank, Thank you. you. 
Chuck, and then Kenny Works, then Stephen Robinson. Chuck DeShazer, Topak, Arizona. I wholeheartedly agree with everything my wife had to say, which you know why. <laughs> and uh, basically it comes down to, you know, I, I find it really amazing that you think the work of the county is listening to people like uh, Scott Holtry coming up with uh, how many chickens you can have and roosters uh, not allowed or peacocks. And, and you think that's more important than listening to people that are going to have to live with a power plant for 20 or 30 years or until they die of cancer or whatever it takes. Um, so I, I would like to say it's just as important to listen at the beginning of the meeting when uh, one of our supervisors tends to not show up unless he's placed in charge uh, for about 90% of the meetings. He seems to be on a computer or phone somewhere away from here. So he could just turn off the call to the public and never get any of that in. You know, it's just something that I feel. Thank you. Thank you. Kenny Works, and then Steve Robinson, and then Don Martin. Is Don Martin still here? Kenny, is he still here? Kenny, he left? Okay, Steve. Steve Robinson, Golden Valley. I came to this meeting and I marked opposed because of reasons of, that's been mentioned. I then switched a couple, about 15 minutes ago to supporting it because of your promise that you would allow people to speak to the consent agenda items before the vote, because that made sense. Having heard what Mr. Ling, Supervisor Lingenfelter, I switched back to opposing it for that reason, except for I'm going <laughs> to recommend that you follow the guidelines that says when you have a group all in red, you specifically state one person speaks for the whole group and don't let 20, 30, 40, 50 people speak because that they're all saying the same thing. And if they're going to keep coming to this meeting to do that and take up everybody else's valuable time because of their single issue and the fact that they left before the rest of the meeting, I think they should speak at the end of the, or just allow one person. I want to cover a little bit of history. In 2013, when you wisely supported and voted for adding the call to the public, Supervisor Johnson was in error as Becky Foster and I had found out during my own research that they did have a call to the public years ago. Mr. Supervisor Johnson said, well, this is the county's business. This is a business meeting, he said in that, because I listened to it last night. No, this is not a business meeting. This is a meeting of the people's representatives making decisions on behalf of the people. We elected you to do our business for us. You are our representatives. Therefore, it's all the more important to have the call to the public and have other people speak, which is good. But the fact that he said it's a business meeting, no, it's not a business meeting. It is a meeting of the people's elected representatives. And therefore, we have a right to criticize your decisions, a right to challenge you. And I'm going to remind you, Miss Angus, 
I heard that you had complained about the previous supervisor back on August when we had two sides to the issue about Gene Bishop wanting to, or Gene Kench, let me get that right, wanting to kick people out of the PCs. And it was recommended, I heard from you, that you said there should have only been one person from each side elected to, or nominated to support. Well, that's what you should do with the group in red, is give them one person and that's it. And you can still do the call to the public at the beginning. So thank you. Hmm. Okay. So Don isn't here. Is Stanley Hicks here? There he is. And then Tonya, Tonya after that. And then James Jones after that. 